This is a HeadGum Podcast. This HeadGum Podcast is brought to you by AuraFrames. That is right. Uh, from grandmothers to new mothers, aunts, even the friends of your life, every mom loves an AuraFrame. Holy shit, even aunts? Yes, especially aunts. Oh, well. Because it was named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter and selected as one of Oprah's favorite things. I mean, these AuraFrames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. I believe it. You have an AuraFrame, don't you? Yes, I actually more than believe it. I know it. Uh, I've got one for my mom, my mother-in-law, my grandmother-in-law. And dare I say your aunt? And dare you say my aunt and my aunt-in-law. Everyone's got one. Everyone loves them. I mean, Mother's Day is right around the corner, and there's no better gift than a digital photo frame. You give them the frame. It's got preloaded pictures in there. And you know what? You can update it with an app. So every time you take a new picture of a sweet little uh, person or place or thing in your life, it gets automatically sent to that frame. Exactly. And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. Holy smokes. Excellent deal. Yeah, that's A-U-R-A frames.com. You use the code HEADGUM at checkout to save. HEADGUM. Nice. Yes. Headgum. It's easy to set up. It's loved by everybody, including Oprah, including your aunt. Mm-hmm. So do check them out. That's A-U-R-A frames.com. Use code HEADGUM at checkout to save. Damn right. And terms and conditions apply, of course. Of course. Thanks again to Aura. <laughs> You hear and Amir, sick as a deer, this noise in your ear is ringing loud and clear. If I were you, a doobie doobie doo, I'd paint myself blue, and that's not a load of glue. If I were you, show at gmail.com. Whoa. I loved how strange that was. That was a little too bizarre for me. That that reminded me of like early Flight of the Concords or something. Oh, yeah, it's true. Uh, they're actually a band from Canterbury, UK. Yes, Canterbury Tales and all that shiatsu called Burn the Arson, a long-term project <laughs> fusing metal and hip-hop elements. Burn the Arson. Yeah. Good stuff. That's how fucking rock star they are. That's why when I play that song, I feel scared. <laughs> you are scared, and I'm ashamed. You are all, so you're, you're the two feelings you feel right now are scared and ashamed. <laughs> yeah, I'm fearful and embarrassed of That's, me. Wow, <laughs> I don't want to be hurt. I'm timid and frightened. Uh, that one's from Josh and Josh. So thanks, Josh and Josh and Burn the Arson. Uh, we're back from Austin. This is our first day back after Texas, after Canada. Yeah. Canada shows were insane. South by Southwest, Austin, Texas. Our shows there were crazy. You, you, I shouldn't say just you, but I also, I also had a lot of late nights, but you had later nights. I did. I mean, and... Would you I, say you went too hard or just hard enough? I think I went, I guess, hmm, that's a good question. Like, do you I have any regrets about how hard you went? No, there was never a, there was never a day, and I've had other days on the road where I woke up and I was like, oh no. Today is now gone. Right. You, know, like, I you never lost a day. I never lost a day. I was always up by, you know, mid, late morning. Yeah. And I was always ready to go that next night. Did you ever feel 
incredibly hungover or were you all just kind of like just a constant state of being hungover? I think the worst was the night after our show. I woke up and I was like, oh no, oh no, 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 no. <laughs> I'm so hungover and drunk still. Oh. Uh, but then I like, I got out of bed. Yeah. And I was like, I fuck, I, we partied until 5.30. <laughs> and then somebody, I think it was Whitney, reminded me that it was daylight savings time. And oh, I was like, oh, I only party till 4.30. And I instantly felt better. And I was like, all right, that's not as bad. That's not as bad as I thought. Right. You got an hour of leeway back. Yeah. So. And then did you feel less hungover just because of that just, last Yeah. <laughs> Instantaneous, less hungover. <laughs> it was like relief for some reason. Um, but I, I did drink every single night, which last Starting night. Starting in Winnipeg. Yeah. Last night was the first night that I didn't drink at all. And? just amazing it's just amazing <laughs> so you basically went out so hard that you feel now you don't miss the alcohol you're like i can't wait to not drink for several weeks yeah i don't even want to go out this weekend oh you want to just fucking yeah Netflix well I'll, and chill saturday night i'll want to go out yeah obviously but, <laughs> I mean, that's right saturday. now i don't it's nice to like not change your change yourself you know and what about diet did you go any any diet or did you say fuck it this is a cheat week um, I was, I was still dieting when we were in Canada. Mm -hmm. Um, and then in Austin, I was like keeping it kind. No, in Austin, I, I didn't like gorge myself, but I didn't really pay attention to my diet. Right. Um, but like on the road in Canada, I actually, I like I hit the gym one day, we were walking around. Canada felt like relatively healthy. Tame. Yeah. And we didn't like get super, super drunk. Yeah. We just get a drink or two after the shows with Thomas. What about you? Uh, I was feeling kind of sick, so I never, like, I never stayed out super late. So while everyone, like, like at 1 a.m. when everyone's like, let's try to find that last bar, I would just go home. That, it was every night in Austin, too? Uh, yes, in Austin. The worst I felt was the night of our show. Yeah, I remember we were in the green room. Yeah. And you just, like, <laughs> there was just, like, plastic folding chairs in <laughs> yeah. there. No couch, no nice mm -hmm. anything. Yeah. And you came in, you lay, you opened up three plastic folding chairs, <laughs> right. and you lied down. Across like, three. Just the, just a little rest. <laughs> yeah, I have to and, let my body not do anything. And I was like, oh, no, we're fucked. <laughs> we're on at 30, everyone. Yeah, Look that... alive, people. Oh, man. Fortunately, the energy of the crowd got me going. <laughs> yeah, you, you rallied. But that just meant I collapsed even harder the next day. And how do you feel right now? Uh, 95%, yes. So almost, almost completely healed. That's really good. Just enough time to fly to the Middle East tomorrow. Right, why yeah. not? Uh, but enough recap. This is about looking forward. This is an advice show, obviously a podcast mm -hmm. about... Well, we should say thank you to everybody that came to the show. Well, fuck them. They All already right. bought the tickets. They're a sunk cost. <laughs> You're such a... Piece of shit. Sorry. I didn't even think about This like, is why you hemorrhage fans. Off. You yelled this in <laughs> Calgary, too. <laughs> Everybody who bought a ticket, raise your hand. That should be all of you, right? Yeah. And you're useless to me. Starting now, you can go home because I already get the cash. <laughs> Jackass. <laughs> uh, no, all the shows were great. Yeah. Every show. And you guys are great for coming. Thank you. Anyway. Uh, 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 yeah, yeah. This is an advice show, a podcast called If I Were You, the only advice, advice podcast on the internet, hosted by us once again i'm amir i'm jake and uh we got some questions to answer i should say we're gonna try to release maybe even all the all the live shows because i don't know if we announced it on this show but we had a special guest thomas middleditch join us for all three that was very very canada awesome. shows yep 
So he came out in Winnipeg. Nobody knew he was coming. They went nuts for the guy. Yeah. They and couldn't it, believe he was there. In Calgary, maybe they thought it, but they didn't think it, it would... It Could their dreams come true? And then they did. And Vancouver... Everyone expected it. They were used to it, and they booed him. Yeah, he came they, out to... Oh, you could hear a pin drop. <laughs> it was abject silence. I couldn't stress how silent it was in that theater when Thomas debuted himself. <laughs> um, he, no, he came out, he did dubs. He was doing right. dubs. He did s- such a good job that I feel bad not releasing any of the episodes. Some will be regular episodes. Maybe some will be bonus Thursday. Maybe we'll space them out. I don't know what we're going to do, but they're all... Nicely recorded shows, and they're all super funny because Thomas was super funny in them. Yes. Whenever I was ready to move on to a next question, he was like, no, let's squeeze some more comedy out of right. this thing. He would he start a new bit. An- yeah. He would just try to answer the questions. So He's you can so really funny. tell that. And uh, you guys, you guys, they came to the show, you got it, but you also didn't get to travel with them for three days. Yeah. It, it's, I was laughing nonstop. It's not like he, he's, I feel like with us, we kind of perform on stage and then off stage, we were, we're not necessarily performing that much. Yeah. He's like constantly funny all the time. Yeah. Just like instant, like we're on an airplane and he just turns around and is a different guy. <laughs> yeah. The car- oh God. <laughs> I'm glad he likes it because we like it. It doesn't seem like he's doing it annoyingly. Like he, he seems to enjoy the, just turning into a new character every hour or two. Yeah. So. And he can, I, he can just like summon them from nowhere and have like the vocabulary for yeah. a character and have the accent for a character. And <laughs> yeah. Yeah. During the show, I'm like, can you do a German? Yeah. Can you do Australian? Yes. Can you do stoner? Yes. Girl? Yes. Anything. Like he can't not do anything in terms yeah. of characters. He was a, and like he was, he would just be like, oh, is it like, is this like, is he a positive guy? Yeah. Or like, yeah, he is. And then it's just like positive, <laughs> positive German 21 year old stealing. <laughs> well, you'll see. All right. All right. No you'll spoilers. See. No spoilers. Uh, let's try to answer some questions here. Uh, some good ones that we didn't get to on the road. Oh, um, shit. Let's see. I sent you some. All right. Here's one. This one's called Me, Myself, and Prostitutes. Okay. We'll call this man Donald Logue. Uh, why? <laughs> because it's almost an actor's name, but not. All right. Donald Logue writes, I'm going to cut to the chase. I'm in the market for an escort. I'm a single guy, early 20s, and I'm seizing the cheese with ladies left, right, and center. However, I've got some cash to splash at the moment, and it's been on my bucket list for to spend a night with a high-class escort. And I mean high-class. I can afford to spend around one to $2,000 on a one-time fling because I've saved up the money, and I'm looking to have a night where I get everything I want from a girl. A long, deep-throat blowjob. Oh, God. Anal. And fuck it. A massage, too. I'm paying for it. The only problem is, I don't know where to go shopping for an escort. I want to guarantee that she will be good-looking and match her photos, that she will be able to fulfill my sexual desires to porn star standard. I'll pay whatever she demands as long as she doesn't disappoint. And C, make me feel like my money was well spent and not leave me wishing for more. If you had the cash to splash and the morals that I do, how do you go about finding a reliable, beautiful one-time escort who wouldn't blow my money? No pun intended. Appreciate the help. Ta-da. Love. Ta-da. Donald Logue. No-da. Yeah. Uh, what do you think? <laughs> I just rattle off a whole bunch of <laughs> names of escort sites. So you want to go online, obviously. There are few good ones are. Just look at the Yelp reviews. 
Uh, have you ever even looked into such a thing? Do you even no. know where to start? I wouldn't know where to start. Uh, it's uh, kind of sad that he's so shameless and like optimistic and positive about how much of a kind of loser he is. Yeah, the expectation. <laughs> yeah, as long as she fulfills my needs. Hell, I'm paying for it. You can't get a girl to give you a massage. <laughs> no. You can't just find somebody that likes you enough. I'm a bad person and I'll need to spend $2,000, not on a nice laptop. But on a throaty-ass blowage. To porn star standards. <laughs> what are porn star standards? I don't know, but can you imagine someone's blowing you and you're just holding up a video of Jenna Jameson? Like, more like this, <laughs> Cheryl. Yeah, I have a feeling that would cost more than $1,000, but I guess I don't know how what the going rate is. That being said, I also don't think you get to pay depending on how good or bad the service was. It seems like more of an upfront cost to me. Yeah, I don't. I think that it's a slippery slope to go to be like, I have two thousand dollars and I want ever. I want all of my fantasies fulfilled for the night. Yeah, it's like a. It's. Why don't you start with the massage? Because. One of the three things was just a massage. I'm sure you can get a really nice massage for a couple hundred bucks. Yeah, I think you just need to change your attitude and get a girlfriend. Yeah, so because like all this a... stuff is hap- happens when you uh, also when you like fall in <laughs> love with somebody. Like you could say, uh, "Hey, I have fantasies. Do you have fantasies? Let's fulfill each other's fantasies." Yeah, I but want it doesn't a really seem like... really long blowjob. He doesn't. <laughs> it really needs to be a deep throat long blowjob, as he referenced. Well, you could find a girlfriend that likes uh, g- giving and receiving, or just giving oral sex. Yeah, but it doesn't seem like he wants to give anything except for cash. Cash. Yeah, so he doesn't want to g- pay it forward. He wants to pay cash backwards. Right. Um, I don't know what to tell him. I don't know about be good looking and match her photos. That's that's out of my pay grade. I think you just I, at the very least beggars can't be choosers. If you are going to pay a like a prostitute to fuck you, yeah, you've got to like just spend the money and hope for the best. Yeah, but I think a lot of people that do this have um, what's the they their fantasy the. Whatever you're creating in your head of a high-class escort situation, I don't think it's the reality. Right. And I also think that $1,000 isn't that much in the world of escorts, it seems. It right. seems he's, he keeps saying, I'll pay whatever she demands, but like, could you pay $20,000 <laughs> or could you only pay yeah. $900? Right. $1,000 where you're nickel and diming. Like, can I... <laughs> Fine, throw in a massage. <laughs> Is it really going to be another hundred? But I'm not paying for room service. Will you scratch my back at least? I have to pay. We're not going to split the hotel room? <laughs> yeah, it seems like all the money after the fact is going to have to be added or deducted from a, from a tip. It seems like everything else has to be paid up front. Right. You got, you're you not thinking of all the costs. You got the hotel room. You got Uber there and back. You're going to want champagne in the room. You're going to want the chocolate-covered strawberries. Yeah, and it feels like anal was, is going to be the most expensive one. Yeah. He wants the most expensive items on the menu. <laughs> he wants <laughs> like the Like deep-throat blowjob and anal. Yeah, he wants the truffle oil, and he wants to pl- pay regular prices. It's yeah. not going to happen. No. So what you got to do is just pay a shitload of money for an awesome massage and then be a better person and find someone who will give you the rest of the stuff for That's free. That's You can pay the $2,000 for the best massage of your life for sure. Yeah. That's a spa day. Yeah. Oh, That's I, a spa weekend. <laughs> That's right. And then you got the massage part and then you just have to find someone that likes you enough to give you a long, quote, deep throat blowjob. What about just if you're straight up like if this is what you want – 
Uh, what about just like hiring a porn star? Yeah, why is porn legal and prostitution not? Like, like couldn't you just go on? Th- I hate that I'm. This is gonna like turn into me giving him advice on how to get this. <laughs> but couldn't you just go on like one of those amateur like porn sites where like the the ladies are willing to do this on camera for money, right? Where like the model, the porn agency people, you go to the agent, you're like. Hey, yeah, I want to hire this new person who you guys are saying is ready to do porn. Right, for an amateur thing. Right, and it's going to be on my website. Uh-huh. Uh, which Twitter.com <laughs> slash I'll Donald. Give, I'll give her $2,000 and we'll shoot a scene. And then you don't have to ever do it. Yeah, we ended up not releasing the footage because, I don't know, the audio was corrupt or some shit. Right. That's that's not... a don't that's good advice for what you want. <laughs> good advice for <laughs> but a bad But I still think question. you're a bad guy. All right. Uh let's see what else. Oh, uh, here's a a different more kind of sweet question. Um we'll call this guy Donald Logue. Why? <laughs> because it sounds like Donald Logue, but it has to be just a little bit different. Donald <laughs> writes. My name's John, short for Donald. Uh, Hey, buddies, I can really use some advice right now. I'm currently living with my girlfriend of two years, who I cherish and adore more than anything. See? Nice. It's already feeling better. This is great. However, recently, she has been acting a little bit like a controlling bitch. Oh, God damn it. Really? (laughs) It lasted one sentence. (laughs) Here's the story. Oftentimes, when I sleep, I wake up with a sore back. However, recently, I realized when I squeeze a pillow tightly between my knees while I'm trying to fall asleep, I will wake up in the morning with no back pain. I know it's weird, but hey, it works. Anyway, I use the same pillow when I do this since I feel like I have formed a bond with this cushion. I've started to call this, call this pillow Grandpa Kenneth. Grandpa for short. It's the name of my grandfather who passed away a year ago. While he was alive, we were really close, and I miss him. And for some reason, my girlfriend hates that I've chosen this name for my pillow. She doesn't want. She doesn't think that the pillow that should have a name at all, let alone one named after my grandfather. It makes her nauseous to think that I would denote an item that I leg squeeze on a nightly basis to a relative. She thinks that it's a weird sexual thing, but I honestly just miss my grandfather. And I know it's stupid, but having this pillow with this with his name makes me feel a little bit better, like he's still around. Anyway, what would you guys do? What do you think I should do? Keep the name of the pillow? Change its name? Eradicate the idea of a pillow name entirely? Or is there another option? Please help me. Any advice would be more than greatly appreciated. With love. Uh, <gasps> wait. I shouldn't have said his name. <laughs> we can't edit it out. I'm sure his girlfriend knows who we're talking about. Though. Yeah. <laughs> there was a question about... Uh, uh, the crotch pillow named Grandpa Kenneth, but they didn't use your name. Was it you, John Holt? <laughs> I don't know. I think it was just a weird coincidence. That is so... This is just such an odd question. Um, it's, yeah. Uh, what do you What do you think? Um, do you I, understand the lady's predicament? Well, first of all, I just wanted to say that I also sleep with the pillow between my knees. Oh, really? And it does, it does help alleviate the back pain. So if anybody out there has got lower back pain, give it a shot. Interesting. Um, and then do you call it your, do you name it after a late relative? Uh, well, and if you did I, and your girlfriend didn't like it, would you change what you call it? Well, so I call my pillow great anchor, which is my, uh, great anchor who, uh, passed away. Got it. Um, so I can relate to him on that front as well. And you call it that because the original pillow was just her head. Jesus Christ, dude. What? That's enough. 
That's absolutely <laughs> enough. I, th- I think it is, why does he need to say the name of the pillow ever? You really need the name for the pillow. <laughs> He's like, just call it Grandpa Kenneth in your head if you really need to. Yeah, no, but, but what are you supposed to say out loud? Has anybody seen my what? Crotch pillow, pillow? No, you have to say, has anyone seen my grandpa, my sweet grandpa Kenneth? I sleep with him between my thighs. (laughs) I must squeeze you this night, grandfather. I really need your hair on my thigh hair, grandfather. I want your cheeks between my knees, grampy. Grandpappy. Papa Ken. Has anyone seen Papa? Help my ailing back, grandfather. (laughs) Uh, so would you, even if you didn't understand your girlfriend's annoyance, would you just say, fine, I won't call it that? Or would it piss you off and say, no, I'm not going to change like, what I call it? Dig my heels in. You don't understand that I just miss my grandpa. Why don't you just call something else in your house? Call your microwave grandpa, Kenneth. Oh, uh, that's good. That way grandpa's warming your heart. Yeah, your whatever, yeah, warms your, well, and your food. Yeah, more importantly, your, your food, food, your lasagna. Um, and then, Or well, you just say like, or you just name your girlfriend's pillow after some uh, after some relative of hers that passed away mm. like why do you think i'm weird for sleeping with grandpa kenneth between my legs <laughs> knees you're sleeping with great grandmother <laughs> esther <laughs> yeah. uh, behind your head why then... i've named every piece of furniture <laughs> i'm currently sitting on sydney my late cousin who passed from tuberculosis in 1912 and you on arthur oh everything has a name and a soul where are you going you're drinking from david <laughs> <laughs> that glass represents my baby niece who died in the womb. <laughs> An uncle who killed himself in a suicide ward in 1812. You are a little crazy now yeah. that I think about it. Don't name furniture after dead relatives. We're on your girlfriend's side. No, I, I mean, you could just call... Grandpa Kenneth lives in your heart. That's... You, you can call the pillow whatever you want. I do believe that. But don't think that just because you named the gra- the pillow Grandpa Kenneth, that he's that that you're any closer to him than you could be by just thinking about him in any other capacity, way, shape, or form. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right. So you're saying change his name or don't change his name or just don't call it the name. I think there's just not really a reason to fight. Where like because now you're now you're turning your girlfriend against your grandfather who you hold so dear. Mm-hmm. So there's you can. Believe in your heart that this pillow is still your grandpa. Yes. And then um, you say, I won't call it that name because I know it if, it offends you yeah, in, and in an odd way. Whisper to your fucking knees in the night, I love you, Grandpa Kenneth. Yeah. And your girlfriend's <laughs> like, what? She's like, nothing! <laughs> I was just talking to my knees. <laughs> your knees are your knees. My knees. Get off me. You're freaking me out. Uh, all right, let's take a break. We'll th- uh, thank some other sponsors. And then we'll be back with more questions and answer and maybe some unsolicited advice after this. Yes. Thank you to Squarespace for sponsoring this episode of our show. Indeed. Indeed. Simply put, it's the easiest way to create a professional looking website. Couldn't agree more, bud. That's it. Yeah. That's the tweet. <laughs> um, no, they do have a lot more than that. It's uh, right. it's a it's they have twenty four seven award winning customer support. They have very simple drag and drop technology. You can code, you can design mm-hmm. a professional looking website without knowing much about how the internet works. You can sell. You can launch and sell product from Squarespace. Yes. That's right. You can even 
purchase a domain name through Squarespace? For example, Jake, what can people purchase? Boneheader.com. Boneheader. It's like interesting. That's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. It's like if you're a boneheaded person, but you're doing a boneheader of a move. You know what I mean? What about fitnessnah.com? So it's sort of like a relaxation technique mm -hmm. slash way to say damn the man with regards yeah. to fitness. It's a movement about not going to the gym. Fitness, it's nah. a It's an anti-movement, really. Oh, it's a non-movement movement. A, is anti-movement yeah. one? Anti-movement uh, seems I'll like it should be. I'll have to check it out later. Actually, let me look right now. Anti-movement.com is not available. Don't yeah. buy that one. Okay, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't. But so it's fitness more of a fitnessnah.com <laughs> Yeah, play. it's more of a yeah. fitnessnah thing. Yeah. Uh, Squarespace AI also is a great way to kickstart or update written content on any website. They can generate instant personalized results that know and show your brand identity. Pretty cool there too. Incredible. So the way to get in on this action and uh, launch your own website soon enough mm -hmm. is to go to squarespace.com slash segments. Segments. And when you're ready to launch, you use that coupon code segments at checkout to save 10% off their already low, low prices. Beautiful. Again, check out squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash segments to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Thanks, folks. Thanks, Squarespace. Thank you to Rocket Money for sponsoring this episode of our program. Hell yeah. It's pretty simple. It's a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, and then it monitors your spending and helps lower your bills so that you can grow your savings. It's perfect for all those subscriptions that you tried and then forgot about, but you're actually paying for and you don't even realize it, folks. I had, no joke, over a million dollars a month worth of subscriptions that I did not need. That's amazing. Did not That's need. That's amazing. That's so uh, much cash. I was buying 35 new houses a freaking month on yeah. the subscription box that I accidentally subscribed <laughs> to when I bark was high. Box. Yeah, bark yeah, box. Yeah, it came with the condos, yes. dozens of them a month. Mm -hmm. And I said, you know what? Let me do a quick little audit. Rocket Money came in and they're like, by the way, you're spending one and a half million dollars a month. We could probably just cancel this one. Yeah. Like, damn, and I could use that. I did. Incredible. Yes. Congrats. And you should use that. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has saved them a total of $500 million. That's almost entirely me. $500 million in canceled subscriptions. Yeah. Most saving of yours. the average member only $740 a year, which is not as much as the $1.5 million a month that I saved, but still a lot of money to some people. For sure. So if you're looking to save some cash, which who isn't, mm -hmm. uh, you can stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash segments. Segments. There's something in your bank account that doesn't need to be there. Rocketmoney.com slash segments will find it and eliminate it. Whoa. Nice. Again, that's rocketmoney.com slash segments. Segments. Take control of your finances today. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Rocket Money. And we're back just in time for some. Oh, it's a little <laughs> Hell yeah. Just out of curiosity, when you edit the podcast, do you drop that track in? Or do you just use the uh, audio from of your computer playing into the microphone? Good question. I drop it in. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> uh, That's very professional. I wish I didn't use the one with Mom, I'm Coming, but now it's sort of part of the show. Yeah. People even yelled at that at us um, in during the live shows. They did. 
they asked us for some unsolicited advice, and then we had we had a few super fans yelled at us. My mom coming, yeah. And it didn't make sense to the people who hadn't heard it, but that's fine. Of course. Because they shouldn't be at the fucking show. <laughs> we I ride s- with my day ones, man. We should say we have a we have yet to announce our New York New- NYC Podfest show. Oh shit. So if you want to come to the to that show and yell my mom coming at yeah. us, that would be great. That's the, I think the only one we have on our schedule right now. It's in New York, New York City, Manhattan. Have we ever done a live show in Manhattan? Ooh, I don't think that we ever have. Yeah, it's part of NYC Podfest. So if you go to nycpodfest.com, it'll be on Friday, April 6th at 8.45 p.m. And there are not a lot of tickets to this show. Yeah, it's a smaller show and it's a big city, so grab it while you can. Uh, unsolicited advice. Uh, I, got the, I got a good one this week. Um, I really wish I set up the Amazon affiliate link because this one's another product. Very affordable. You can get it on Amazon. God damn it. It's for all the drivers out there. I am unsolicitedly, unsolicitedly inv- advising you to get the TechMat Air Vent Magnetic Universal Car Mount Holder for smartphones. Wait, is that that's not the iClever? It's different. It's different than the iClever. I, the iClever mi- one might work, and I think that's the one you have. I have the iClever. Okay, so you can you so can. So mine is easier to spell that. and say at least. Yeah. So What's you, this one called? The TechMat. Basically, what it is is a magnet. Uh, and it grips to your air vent or to your CD slot, and you can mount your uh, iPhone or your smartphone, whatever phone you want, while you're driving. Uh, I was a little skeptical about magnet technology at first because I thought it wouldn't be very good. I was one of those idiots that had like one of those sticky dashboard mounts for a little bit, but it mm. kept falling because it was too hot yeah. or it couldn't support the weight of the phone. So I looked into it, and I got the magnet one. It's The, the clip itself... Uh, is just a magnet. So you you clip it onto your air conditioner vent and then the magnet goes in between your phone and your case. So you never even see the magnet. It just sticks to this thing pretty much invisibly. And it's not only a a game changer for me, but uh, it only costs $8. I just looked up yours and yeah, they are truly the exact same thing. Okay, great. So it's a car mount for your car phone. It's only eight bucks and it changed the game. I no longer have to deal with like you know hand holding or doing whatever. You get a little you get a little um, uh, charger so you can charge while you drive. And then there's no there's no like setup time or like you're putting it into a mount that you have to stretch, then clip in, and then hopefully it doesn't fall. It's kind of like a, ma- a magic little magnet. You just like it sticks to this thing, and then you can drive. Yeah, I got the same thing, and I love it as well. Uh, so that's that's my piece of who got it first. I want to say me. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> so that was a trivia question of sorts. Yes. And? <laughs> you are correct. Yeah, you got it first. And then uh, I finally bit the bullet. Um, yeah, it's, it was kind of like nerdy or whatever. Because yeah, you, I just you're don't a little like, afraid of getting it at first. I don't like buying accessories for my car. I like having it nice and clean. Yeah. But this one, it keeps it, it's actually cleaner than when I used to just put my phone in my cup holder. And <laughs> look down at maps and like so, sort of have to... Um, bend my head down to see, and I would. Uh, it was dangerous. Yeah, this is better. Uh, so get that. Get one of those, uh, especially if you just got a new car and you don't know how to mount your phone yet. Magnet, 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 magnet. 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 <laughs> Twenty more minutes. Oh, we have Crazy. to stop hanging out together. Totally. All right. Next question. Yes. Here's one from a guy we'll call Fat Dit. <laughs> Why? 
<laughs> I hate not. to question every name you've come up with today. Because <laughs> he's not quite a fat zit, but he's very close. <laughs> all right. Uh, all right. Hey, guys, I'm in a bit of a sticky situation. So, as a single dude, I frequently use Tinder, and I personally think I'm a pretty attractive man. However, I only have average success, and that got me thinking, would I have more success with guys? So, of course, I set my match preferences to guys, and it immediately blows up. I'm constantly getting matched and messaged. (laughs) So, after my experiment, I decided to leave my Tinder, but right before I do, I get one more message. And it's from someone I know from my circle of friends. I quickly delete the account, but now I'm scared it's going to get out that I'm a homosexual. Should I bring it up to my friends or just wait it out and see what happens? Ooh. (laughs) This is the 2018 equivalent of, I was just at a gay bar for fun or accidentally, and I saw someone from my work, and it's like, well, I didn't know that it was a gay bar, but I'm there. Uh, So what should he do? What would you do? Would it be? Would it? Would you be freaking out? Well, you would didn't you not even see that. I I feel like I really wish you just had the courage to see what the message said. Yeah, I'm sure it just said like "Hey" or "Hi" or I had no idea you were gay, but now I do. Right, and I'm gonna tell everyone. Yeah, God forbid. Uh, I don't know what you do. I really don't. Uh, this one stumped me. Because, like, you're going to come off as homophobic if you're like, I swear I'm not gay. I didn't fucking mean to do that. Because then well, it seems definitely like you definitely come across as homophobic if you treat it like the worst thing in the world. <laughs> right, which he kind of is right now, being like, I quickly deleted the account. I don't know what to do. I'm scared I that get, people yeah, will find yeah, out. You know, you know if, like, I don't, you just don't want to be like misrepresented. You know, it's, if it's already hard for you to get laid uh, from women, it might be harder if all of your friends assume that you're gay. But would it be the opposite? If you're gay, would you like want to clear the record that you're not straight? Yeah, you just don't want to be misrepresented. So there's no good or bad you're saying. You just wanted to accurately put it out there that right. you yeah. are what you are. I think that, well, this guy's having like a freak out about it is maybe a little homophobic inherently. Yeah. But I think that you don't need to freak out uh, and maybe you just reach out to that guy and you are like, hey, by the way, we matched on Tinder and that was weird. Uh, I don't know how that happened. Yeah. I'm not, or, but, uh, for the record, I'm not gay. This is another thing that I constantly say is like when you make one mistake or one thing that you want to cover up, just like do a shit ton of it. So like you get back on Tinder, you open it up <laughs> to guys, swipe match, you're like... I just got 80 fucking dude matches and some chick matches, and I'm getting messages all over the place. It sort of muddies up the water so that there was not, like, only one guy who sent one message. It was just like, for whatever reason, my account was set to open open season, yeah. open for business, and I got a shit ton of messages, messages from all sorts of strangers. Right. So, but, so that would require him to re-download Tinder, which maybe he'll be able to see that message. Yeah, and then you'd be like, oh, that's weird. I don't know why it has me as open for guys and girls. Maybe I said that, like, I was uh, interested in whatever, and that accidentally but put me But of course up. I'm not. I'm not gay is all. Actually, look at my new bio. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gay is all. <laughs> you can clearly see that I'm not gay is all. Also, I'm five foot four. <laughs> <laughs> in heels <laughs> lol i'm not gay i might be short and mean but i definitely am not a homosexual <laughs> all right saying it like capricorn that only it... <laughs> why capricorn only i don't know i this believe bio is too long your bio is too long 
I have a lot of notes on the bio. Yeah, you just got a machine gun all sorts of shit. Throw a lot of shit on the wall and see what sticks. Some of it will say you're gay, some of it not. Uh, Can you beat that? Can you Um, beat that advice? I guess I am going to go back. I'm going to just say re-download Tinder, see if you could see that message, and then act like adjust from there. And if you can't, then I'm going to change my answer to never say anything ever. Uh, Just assume it didn't happen? Yeah. Let's try that one. But then doesn't it seem like a little little gay secret? (laughs) (laughs) I deleted my Tinder, but now I have one little gay secret out there. Yeah, but is it... I don't know what you're talking about. I, I just don't know if your fear is having, a, like, people think that you have a gay secret. If, if like, you doing uh, quote-unquote damage control about it does anything to uh, address it. Yeah. Like, if you match with a guy on Tinder and then you reach out and you're like, ha, I'm not gay. Wait, how did you match with your friend? He said he switched his preferences to men. Right, but his friend his friend couldn't message him unless he fucking matched him. Yeah, so he probably swiped him right. Oh, right. Wait, so what? Uh, I see, never mind. I forgot that he he wasn't just like accepting like both profiles. He was actively swiping guys <laughs> right to see yeah. if he would get more matches. Just to see if you're, I think, if you're uh, gay hot in, st- in, in addition to straight hot. Dude, straight up, like it's more embarrassing like what you did than what everyone thinks. Yeah. You should just live your life as a gay man <laughs> instead of this weird little vain boy. <laughs> because it would be much, much better to be a gay man than to be than a straight man <laughs> who opened his profile up to see if gay men found him attractive. Right. That's just just about, you were just, I wasn't gay. I was just getting attaboys. <laughs> uh, all right. I wanted to read this email, even though it wasn't a question. It was just a fun story. Uh, Four years ago, writes Justin, I was on a train on my way to class, and there was a girl sitting across from me cracking up at her phone for 15 minutes. I couldn't help but notice her amazing smile and laugh. At one point, she tilted her phone just enough to let me know that she was watching Jake and Amir videos, which I also watched. We got off the train at the same stop, and I decided to go for it and talk to her about the one thing we knew we had in common, your videos. Long story short, I got her number, and we set up our first date. We went to Starbucks to get to know each other and really hit it off. This is where the horror story starts. What? After our first date, I walked her to a car and gave her a little smooch. She sat down in her car, and I closed the door prematurely. She wasn't completely in the car (gasps) yet. I didn't think I slammed it very hard, but it was enough to break her foot. Oh, no. She called her brother to take her to the hospital and did not respond to any of my many apologies. I kept seeing her cast crutches and all on the train in the morning, but she ignored me every time. That's insane. Six six weeks went by and she got her cast off and had a change of heart. (gasps) She gave me another chance. So we went on a second date on which I ended up with a bloody nose thanks to her elbow, despite the rocky start. We stuck it out, and now we're engaged. Without wow. your without your videos, I never would have talked to her, and we wouldn't have met. Since you started our relationship, I feel like there's one piece of advice I need to ask. She doesn't want to take my last name. Oh, there is a question Whoa. in here. Yeah, I didn't realize <laughs> it. She doesn't want to take my last name. Her first name is Kelly, and my last name is Kelly. Of course, you see the predicament. Are we allowed to say this on the podcast? <laughs> I think so. Because uh, we, we met them in Austin. Oh. I think it would be funny as hell, but she doesn't seem to uh, be very professional. She doesn't, seem very, she doesn't think it seems very professional. What do we do? We don't want our poor kids to have an entire name as their last name. Thanks, guys. 
love Justin Kelly. We met them in Austin? Uh, yeah. They, or they, at least they came up to me. It's like, I, I was the couple that said we just got engaged because of you. Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. Uh, so first of all, congrats. Congrats. Fun to be tangentially involved in your origin story. Very, very much so. D- try not to die on your wedding day. You, you two are so accident prone, it yeah. seems. <laughs> broke, broke her foot and then she broke his nose. <laughs> yeah. And uh, we both broke our necks walking down the aisle. <laughs> <laughs> but at least we don't have the name Kelly Kelly. Of course she can't take your last name. Yeah, Kelly Kelly's a little, it's a little much. Has that ever happened? That must have happened once, right? Like if you take someone's last name and it's the same as your first. Yeah, my little brother has a friend named John Johnson. Well, that's close. Close. Yeah. Yeah, you don't, you just don't name your kid that unless you lean into it. Yes. <laughs> Kelly, I guess you can give yourself like a middle name, like a Kelly Ann Kelly. It would be kind of fun. <laughs> that's kind of cool. But Kelly Kelly is really tough. Mm-hmm. Especially if your middle name is like Catherine and then your initials are KKK. Don't do that. Yeah. Definitely don't do that. What if, didn't we talk about uh, doing something like just starting a new last name? Yeah, a new last name together. Maybe I'm, Justin. <laughs> yeah, I'm into that shit. That way it's like Justin, Junst, Justin, Justin. From Justin her to name, Kelly. Yeah, and then her name is Kelly Justinson. Nice. <laughs> Justin's daughter. Uh, all right, that's it. We want, just want to say shout out to you guys for getting married. Based on our videos. Gracias. I wonder what videos they're watching. Maybe one about me and you getting engaged. Oh, that could be. Oh, we did a gay marriage one, actually. That's right. Where I say, congrats, we're gay married now. That's how woke we were from the very (laughs) get-go. Yeah. (laughs) That we made... We were cool with it back in 2015. (laughs) (laughs) I swear to God. Uh, All right, let's answer one last question. Yes. Uh, Oh, this is from a lady. Why don't you give her a name? Sandra Bullywog. I like that. Thank you. Writes, I'm a girl that loves to fuck around on Tinder. Huh? I, I have absolutely no problem getting right swipes. I'm serious. I'm, huh? <laughs> in fact, no, I'm, dude, listen I, to me. I'm yeah, trying to say I'm something. Surprise. To you. Huh? It, yeah, you I'm don't sur- ever let me talk. <laughs> All you do is huh? do the <laughs> Got it. Can I just say she one can, thing? Yeah. In fact, she writes, I'm surprised when it's a swipe right and it's not a match. So I started playing this game where I set my location to different cities just to see how many people I can match with. When they message me, they usually ask or bring it up why I'm so far away. I'll tell them shit like I'm visiting that area next week for work, smiley face, and see how close I can get them to agree to meet me in person without even following up with them. I'll say stuff like I'm packing, I'm at the airport, I just checked into my (laughs) hotel, etc. Am I a psycho for this? Should I stop? Peace, love, and right swipes, Sandra. You're a, you're a small psycho for this. She's a bad person, I think. You're yeah. This, this is, is medium psychotic. She's getting off to lying to people. Yeah, this is what is that word? Um, uh, like um, sociopath. Mm-hmm. Uh, people call me that sometimes. That's right. So I can relate. But uh, you wouldn't even go out. This is like pure ego boost. It's like, I want to see how excited I can get a guy before telling him that I'm just straight up not there. This is much, yeah, this is even, this is a lot for me. This I'm is similar packing, to the last I'm question. The, the other question too, just like fucking with like ego boost, yeah. ego boosting. And it's, it is a sociopathic because like you're wasting other people's time. Yeah. Like that guy's wasting gay men's time. She's wasting guys in random cities time. It's like, it's like to make that, yourself feel good, you right. just want to see that it's a match. It's so like a match. me getting, me 
feeling nice, me getting that like burst of someone thinking I'm attractive is worth wasting other people's time. <laughs> that's right. Maybe there could be a dating app that's just the animation of it's a match. That way you're not actually fucking with anyone, but it's still that's, giving you that small rush of dopamine. God, that's so funny and true and a little sad. <laughs> it's just a dating app with the most attractive people. Yeah. You'll never ever, they're all bots. That's right. And you swipe them right and it says it's a match. Yeah, and, and then they'll even message you a little bit. <laughs> yeah. You're a hot little boy. <laughs> I really wanted to match with you. And you respond, I am at the airport. <laughs> I know that the point of this app is that everyone matches, but I legit like you. Those are the type of people that go to Hooters and are like, the waitress is like really nice to me, actually. I like it. <laughs> when I go to a strip club, the girls want to dance on my jock. Yeah, when I uh, hire a high-powered, expensive <laughs> escort, I get a throaty-ass BJ. And all I had to do was pay her cash or a lot of her right. So I guess the theme of this episode is that people have low self-esteems and they'll do whatever they can take to get that little extra rush. Yeah, low so, self-esteem uh, and high standards. Yeah. So how do you get how do you get some how do you get some ego boosts without swiping or without paying for it? The, I mean, the question is valid in a way because it's like, what what kind of rush can I get when the Tinder one doesn't work? Like the standard Tinder one doesn't work for me anymore. Or, or you're in a relationship and you can't use a dating app anymore. Like what what gets you off? What strokes your ego? And and also, do you need your ego stroked anymore? That's, like do you ever outgrow that? I think – I've. here's my thing. I Actually, this is what she should do. She should be sliding into more people's DMs on Instagram. I think that'll tickle that'll t- tickle an itch, and you can actually like be flirting with people. Like if you feel like Tinder, you've outgrown Tinder. Yeah. Don't like try to step into Tinder in Chicago or something. Right. Like, what's the next level? Yeah. But what's the what's what about for your life? Like, once you're in a relationship, once you're married and you have kids, do you still need the ego boost? What kind of person still needs that man or woman? I think. And how do they get it? You probably still do. Maybe when you have a kid, like you have you. Uh, try to groom them to be a really cool or interesting person and, and like that that tickles that fancy you get you see yourself in your kid oh uh, like you start taking pride in your offspring yeah so it's like look at this cute baby look at this smart toddler look at this accomplished fourth grader you've got to adjust your point of view a little bit to be like these are the things that are valuable yeah because in theory evolutionarily speaking it seems like you should only get your ego stroked until you find a mate and once you have it's like okay I've gotten somebody I have somebody who's bought into me yeah now well, when you like all... somebody a lot then like it only starts to matter to you that uh, your ego gets stroked by them. Yeah, that they like. like they you. get the, That's pri- the they get, that Yeah, matters. they get the primo ego stroking is by this person that I think is awesome, and then I think when that starts to fade away, your sense of like loyalty and camaraderie and like. Uh, that's like that's when like actual love kicks in. Oh, so everything before that is fake love. Uh, I guess it's all just some ver- different version of love, but like falling in love is is different than like you know enduring and like being in love yeah and then when 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 you're an old person uh let's say you're 80 years old well then there's nothing you can do you can go on tinder all you want but no one's gonna fuck you (laughs) (laughs) that's our show (laughs) as we continue this inevitable march towards aging and it 
doesn't actually last very long in the grand scheme of things. We are I all for, going to die. I for ashes one, to ashes. Already halfway to towards senior citizenship. And what do I have to show Our for Our life it? is a flash in the pan. Wow. And your glory years are even flashier than that. <laughs> <laughs> you just exist within a small, small sliver of time. And Life's really only good up until you're 40. <laughs> now, here point, we go. Uh, what's, the, what's the point? Um, wow. Thank all you right. so much for spending an hour with us every week. That being said, uh, if you have your own questions or theme song <laughs> submissions, oh, you're crying. Uh, I'll write them into. Remember to buy an eye clever. <laughs> uh, we zoomed out too far. All right, let's get back into it. Uh, you're a psycho for this. Stop DMing people. Stop. Oh, yeah. Stop uh, sending Tinder messages. Yes. Right? Don't. I would say don't. Don't do that. Don't fuck with people. Don't fuck with people because they're going to get really excited and then really disappointed. You're, the next level is like talking to somebody that you actually find super attractive. That's gonna. That's gonna be way more satisfying than talking to strangers in strange towns, telling them that you're coming to the airport. <laughs> you little psycho. That's so hot. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, opening theme song was written by Burn the Arson. Closing one is actually. Uh, written by some guy named, or some lady named Deborah Daly, who was inspired by Jake's love for his mom. So I made a song about her. I do love my mom. Wait, this song's about my mom? Yeah, or it's about your love of your mother. Wow, I love this already. Uh, shout out to her brother, Canes Woods, who recently appeared on Colors. I don't know what any of these words mean, people. Uh, but maybe you can find them. So thanks to... Deborah Daly, thanks to Burn the Arson. Thanks to you guys for coming to our live shows and for listening for our listening to our podcast. Once again, we're going to be in New York on April 6th, which is not too long from now. No. So, God, it, it never stops, doesn't it? No. It <laughs> Until really it all does. And we zoom back out again. See you next week. <laughs> Laura, Sweeter with age, going on a podcast and giving us sage advice. Mm, Laura Perwitz, Jakey loves you. You know you're his main one. He's got no new friends and you're his day one. You've got two sons and he is your fave one. You've got four daughters and he is your fave one. That was a headgum podcast. <laughs>